Hey guys, it's Andy Cohen, jealous of Carlos King. Okay, Carlos King might not be well known to fans or the general public, but to the casts of reality TV and those in the industry of reality TV shows, his name is very well known. Carlos Reginald King, born October set up. Ooh, hey, look at me. <laughs> hey, Carlos, shout out to Carlos. Love your podcast. Anyway. Uh, here's his bio for those of you who care. He was born on October 2nd, 1979, is the CEO of a television production company, Kingdom Reign Entertainment. He's executive producer to many hit reality TV shows on multiple network, including OWN and MTV. OWN is Oprah's network, by the way. Carlos was also the executive producer for four seasons of Bravo's hit show, The Real Housewife of Atlanta, seasons 6, 7, 8, and 9, The Real Housewife of Atlanta, Candy Sweating, I Dream of Nini, The Wedding, Don't Be Tardy for the Wedding, and seasons 1 and 2 of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. However, Bravo fans probably first heard of Carlos King when he sent shockwaves throughout the blockosphere. During his podcast, Mancharisa was on it to promote her new podcast, Namaste Bitches, because he basically verified Teresa's claim that the Gorgas came on the show behind Teresa's back and she was shady and trying to get on. She was basically trying to get on by feeding negative stories to Danielle Staub and to producers about Teresa. The exact same thing that the Granny Marge is accusing her ex-BFF, Laura Jensen of doing. Some content creators that make content about Bravo shows think that Andy Cohen might be feeling a certain way about Teresa because he doesn't like her husband Louie. The guy does come across as thirsty and like he's just doing too much. He does come across as creepy and I said I say this as a biased Teresa fan. So like if a Teresa fan is saying this then you know what Louie maybe you just need to take a back seat like how Dolores's David does like how Polly does like how Nate Cabral does I mean these guys actually seem like they work for a living you know what I mean but I, I mean does Louie work I don't know <laughs> there's also a theory that Andy is feeling a certain way about Teresa because Carlos King goes hard for Teresa that is his girl he has said it many times that he loves her. You can tell that she is his girl and that he's loyal to her and their friendship. I think that loyalty bothers Melissa and it bothers Andy Cohen. Many people have said that Carlos should return as an executive producer for the show. And a few even said that Carlos should be the one hosting the reunion shows because Andy is the quote unquote boss of the Housewife franchise and also the moderator, which is hard to navigate both positions by one single person. Melissa, well, she doesn't have an executive producer of Carlos King's caliber coming out in defense for her and like going to bat for her the way Carlos does. I think that it bothers Andy because he likes being the boss and the kind of kingmaker of these housewives. Ever since that podcast that Carlos did with Teresa, his name has been mentioned so much. Before that, I've never heard of him, but now he's on all of these other podcasts and he's being quoted and name dropped. He's amassing a following on his social media platforms. And I think Andy might even be feeling a bit of jealousy. I'm not the only one that thinks that. A lot of other content creators think that too. And they also feel the same way. And on a side note, there is a woman named Chrissy Balls. <laughs> yes, her name is actually that 
ridiculous sounding. And she has like a real obsession with Teresa and she puts out a lot of hate content targets toward Teresa, Louie and the Judici girls. Well, apparently a diehard tree hugger whose handle is treefab2020 was able to dig up some very offensive old tweaks of her from Twitter, which I'm sure see she's been probably deleting as fast as Hillary Clinton and her whole email fiasco. The tweets were offensive and even had racist undertones against Asians and Blacks, as well as targeting the transgender community. Now, Miss Balls had done some videos with Up and Adam. He is a YouTube content creator, but when it was brought to the channel's attention, I've noticed that he has since removed all videos with her on it. She wasn't in a lot. Miss Ball was only in like three or four videos that did the recaps of the New Jersey episode um, with Ricky Cornish, whom I love. Hey, Ricky. But those videos were taken down, including any clips that she was on. The housewife historian told her viewers about it and I brought it up to the attention of Up and Adam. I, I um, left a comment on Adam's YouTube channel and I'm happy that all content with her on it was scrubbed from his channel. The tweet that offended me the most was the one that she wrote about Asians. Executive producer Carlos King is Team Teresa. Okay, Carlos King was the executive producer of RHONJ seasons 1 and 2, as well as being the executive producer for a few seasons of Atlanta, the best seasons actually, before heading on over to Oprah's network, which is OWN. However, he also has a podcast as well as does a lot of interviews for fellow podcasters and talk shows too, and he's still doing his own thing with reality TV. As the EP of a few reality TV shows, he has a lot of first-hand knowledge of the behind-the-scenes workings, as well as direct connections to a lot of the reality stars of these Bravo franchises, including and especially to the Queen of New Jersey herself, Teresa Giudici. If you listen to any of Carlos' interviews concerning New Jersey, you can tell he has a clear bias and love for Teresa, and he doesn't even hide it or pretend like he's neutral about it, which is something that I hate. I hate when these other podcasters like Kempire and Up and Adam are like, I'm team nobody. I'm team Adam. I'm team Kempire. And it's like you could really feel how one-sided they are. And even though Carlos King is also one-sided, he at least is like, look, Teresa is my girl. I love the bitch. Like, whatever. <laughs> As a fact, in Carlos' own podcast, Reality with the King, go check it out. He basically tells his audience it's time for the Gorgas to exit stage left. That's a direct quote, by the way. On interviews where he's the guest, he tells the host the same thing. Teresa is the face of the New Jersey franchise. The Gorgas don't have a storyline beyond fighting with Teresa. And that Melissa has always wanted to be the top dog and get under from Teresa's shadow. So far, it doesn't seem she's been successful, especially after 10 years. I mean, I remember there was that one episode where she was looking for her long lost half sister that like never showed up anywhere. And then we never heard about her ever again after <laughs> that season ended. So anywho, Andy Cohen claims... 
in his latest book that BravoCon was split into two separate panels because Teresa called him and said she refuses to talk with the Gorgas. I feel like since they've accommodated Teresa so much that they know she makes money for their network, their franchise, and especially for Andy Cohen. Also, Andy is still the executive producer of the uh, Housewife franchise, but I don't think he has the level of seniority that he used to before his role was changed. More about that in another episode. So while he still has input, he's not the one calling the shots or making the decisions, at least not exclusively. Also, Andy is too close to the situation itself because he hosts the reunions, so he obviously cannot be neutral to the cast. He clearly has favorites. There's way too many interviews to list, but if you just Google Carlos King, R-H-O-N-J, you'll find a bunch of interviews where Carlos give his five cents thoughts on different media platforms from different content creators, podcasters, talk show hosts, etc. By the way, before you people all tell me is two cents, not five cents. I like saying five cents because again, for those Peanuts fan out there, you guys know who Lucy Van Pelt is. If you guys don't know who Lucy is, Lucy's the little girl with the black hair and the blue dress. And she has her little psychiatric booth. That's kind of like a lemonade stand. So you know how back in the days, kids used to have like a lemonade stand that they would sell lemonade for a quarter. Well, Lucy has her psychiatric booth that she gives psychiatric advice for a nickel for five cents. (laughs) So I like saying five cents, not two cents, but I digress. Moving on. I personally don't think Melissa Gorka would have lasted as long as she did if it was not for Joe Gorka. And I personally think that he only lasted as long as he did because of the husband dynamics on New Jersey. But he's a drama queen. He's called Josephina, and people call him Josephina for a reason. He craves that camera time as much or even more than the housewives. I think of after about, I don't know, season five, when Teresa went to jail, or was that in season six? I think season six. I'm sure Melissa thought that was her chance for her star to rise, and I think her and Joe really resents it whenever that's thrown in their face that production was stopped to wait for Teresa to come home from jail before resuming. I think that, more than anything, fuels her go to the throne Teresa. So far, she hasn't been successful in 10 years. Every time Teresa comes under siege, she's always managed to survive. She might lose a few battles, but she's never lost the war. Basically, I just recapped the book of Carlos King's interviews because those are his thoughts about all of this Teresa versus Melissa stuff too.